Okay, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, we also release the show with video visuals on YouTube. So if you like some pretty pictures to go along with our pre-voices, search for Digital Suffering Podcast on YouTube to find us. Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the Digital Suffering Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Something. And I'm Phenom Lim, still suffering. <laughs> and I'm the cause of his suffering. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to the show. First up for you, we have Terminator Resistance. Uh, it's a Terminator game, as there have been many. This one is based on the extension from uh, Terminator 1 and 2, as the new movie will be as well. Uh, we're going to sweep the detritus... The, the refuse uh, away and uh, start fresh, so to speak. Um, so this one... Um, roll the video. <laughs> I forgot what it's about already. The whole VT. Uh, so this one is... Essentially, this is in my mind, this is what Terminator 3, the, the, the previous movie, this is what Terminator 3 should have been. It should have been a cut to... The future. It should have been the war against the machines. Um, you know, none of this faffing about in the real, in the in in the present. We want to be running round with the laser guns, fighting giants. You know, war yeah. machines in a post-apocalyptic future. A proper guerrilla warfare. Yeah, exactly. Situation. You know, you could, there's so much you could do with that. You know, you know, you could have like, you know squad combat and stuff like that. Um, also, you know, some, well, yeah. Also, you're not tied to the story of the film. Yeah. Because it's, you could say, okay, this is a bun- this is part of the resistance happening somewhere else. This is you know you can t- there's so many stories you can tell. You say right, this you fight against a section. Okay, they're gonna they need to capture such and such because this is pivotal to securing the final victory or whatever. You become an important part of the story, but your part can be told however you want because it doesn't affect the main part of the timeline. Um, we can only hope that this, you know, that, um, I, I'm, what do you reckon? Do you reckon this is going to have squad, squad mechanics? Do you know if they, I have no, I think it's, it's going to be straight I FPS think, yeah, with, I think, a, with story parts. I think it's going to be like an old school shooter. Hmm. Um, like, you know, you do the impossible and then they give you another thing that's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. That, that old chestnut. Yeah. So just, you know, you're, you're at your basic action first person shooter where you're, yeah, a bit like you're the, the hero of the hour Wolfenstein yeah yeah <laughs> single handedly except, except in this Nazi. case the Nazis are robots yeah uh, set in 2028 wasn't the, the, the most recent Wolfenstein set in the future with like well it was set more in an alternate it, present it was like the late 70s 80s but they had like then, Nazi robots didn't it or something or like, well so, you know, there, robot. was, there was robots yeah there. so yeah these there's just but there's always been uh, like cyborgs. Okay. In yeah, I I I was only really into the, the like the first Wolfenstein. I didn't go beyond that. But yeah, I, I do know that they diverged uh, thing, um, you know, timelines wise from the reality. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, yes. The, I mean, this it it def- it looks very good, and it's got it it feels very cinematic. Um, I think that's the trailer more than anything. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, but I mean the 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 look and feel of the environments because sure. I mean you can just say right, here's a Terminator license. It's a license to print money, even if you make <coughs> a cat game. We've seen that before. Even if you make a cat game, chances are you're gonna get you're gonna get enough back to recoup the loss. You know, it's who cares? You just as long as you're shooting Terminators, people are gonna buy it. But this this looks, I mean. It looks to have a lot of into it, and it has more a lot of variety in terms of enemies. Um, just not like you, you just basic T hundreds and HKs, and that's it. Um, because otherwise, it would get boring. It's like, well, you, okay, it's the next wave of the, the same old. You know, you got four basic enemy types, and you know, you just fight the same things level sure. after level. Um, there's a, there's a, I think this game will live and die on not the franchise because people will play it yeah. just because of that. I think it will live and die on whether it's actually a competent shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yes, yeah, the shooter mechanics. like, stuff. modern mechanics to it. Mm. Like, you're seeing now on first-person shooters, 
it's become a thing where sliding is a thing. Yeah. Which I have always <laughs> enjoyed when, like, let's say Destiny. Um, I think that was probably the first um, game where I think I encountered it properly. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it made things more dynamic. It made the way you move and everything. And it's kind of creeped up through a lot of games. And now it's even in Borderlands 3. Movement tech. Yeah. Um, but, it, like, first-person shooters are not the same as they were in, the, like, the 90s and yeah, yeah, yeah. early 2000s. Like, running around as Master Chief in Halo 1, it's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, People it, loved it then, but it, it's yeah, garbage. It, it's... Reality check. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the latest Halo, they have to do something more than that. Yeah. In order to keep up with the yeah, thing. I, I think this game will live and die on those things, like how the guns feel. Yeah, no. The question is that obviously because it's you know very realistic base. Um, a lot of the guns. I mean, other than the, the sort of the laser rifles that you get in the future, you may get very rest- restricted weapon sets until you go say you're limited to realistic ballistic weapons. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you've got some of the like, sort of laser rifles that you scavenge from the the enemy. And then that's it. Like you can't have like this like fancy um, futuristic weapons like you might find in like Doom or something. Oh yeah, I wonder if they're going to play it like that. If they're going to do it like Guerrilla Warfare, whereas you kill the Terminators, you get better weapons and yeah, you sort of uh, like right, right, right. You like need that. to recover, you know, raid the supply depot to yeah. to to get resources and stuff. Because that would kind of tie in with like the how it is. Like you, if you're the the gorilla in this gorilla warfare situation. Yeah, it's not that you sweep through yeah. destroying all before you. You don't go to Walmart and like load up on the latest laser guns. Yeah. Well, it's... Uh, it is something we need to... Obviously, I mean, they, they do show in some of the cuts, you know, some of the scenes, they do seem to have... Uh, you do seem to have a squad uh, with you. Um, whether yeah. they are directable or if they're just AI controlled. I think that's going to be fodder. Or if it's just like they, they have plot armor and so they don't die and you just, you know, make your way through the story. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's definitely going to I do. I, what I do hope, they're not seen from the, the trailer we watched, there's not really much evidence of it. Um, in the movie Term- Terminal Salvation, which was set in around the, the future time, uh, they did have um, a, a, a wider variety of Terminator designs. It's like sort of fish crocodile style. They had like the, the transforming motorcycle variants, which were very high speed. Um, Interceptor by Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, I expect. Something like that. <laughs> um, but it, it was that they were not just limited to either your basic humanoid with laser rifle yeah. or, the, or the flying type. It, it gave you... A different variety because they move differently. The, the, the motorcycle ones, obviously, you're not going to see the thing, but they travel very, very quickly. And, you know, a vehicle combat section, say, where you're bombing it down the highway oh. to the next section. You, you said it now. Uh-oh. And uh, now turret. you're going to be on the back of a Toyota Jeep with a t- turret shooting backwards. Turret shooting! <laughs> um, oh, no! I have triggered him. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? It, it, but a something for variety. It, it's not like make it, oh, that section's going to be half an hour long. But you know what I mean? Okay, so not through a highway, but say through a, a deserted town. So oh, yeah, yeah. You, there's you have to, or you can you can pick to be the driver or well, to be the gun. It's set in Los Angeles, and there's plenty of highways in Los Angeles yeah. that they could do almost a cinematic chasing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's 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 possibilities, and um, you know, there, there, there's there, there's that variety because obviously, salvation, etc., etc., are just being cast away. So those designs are lost to the you know the timeline, and it'd be nice to have them thing although it depends on how you know canon they are and they say oh no skynet would never do this sort of thing so we're not gonna have them but anyway um yeah i i I don't know we might revisit this game i might need to see more because there's very little out there Mm. except the trailer have they announced rough a rough time frame for oh yeah it comes out on like the 15th of november apparently oh tying to the movie then yeah holy crap that's like <laughs> I just hope that considering they... there's not very much info out there, that's like yeah, that's not that that, that's not long necessarily good. Uh... No, that's that's what troubles me a little bit about it. It yeah, uh, I'd, I'd, it says it's on the Unreal Engine, but everything's on the Unreal Engine. But I want to know if it's reskin something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, it, if it's just 
we we took the lowest, the least cost efforts routes uh, to to get this done. Yeah, it'll be sad, but it it's definitely worth knowing before, like you're going to put money down or anything like that, because it's like in the past, especially in the nineties, where um, there was a movie tie-in. They were the worst things ever <laughs> in man's history. Oh, you like the the side-scrolling. Yes. Platformer. Yeah, I mean, like, go back to, like, the Super NES and Back to the Future Robocop games. Versus or Robocop vs. Terminator. Or any... Like, oh my... There's so many. It's it's a shit show of... Yeah, it was literally... You just change the sprites. Yeah. All you do is you jump... What has this stuff. got to do with the movie? Nothing. It doesn't even follow the The loading story. screen... Yeah. Is, had a picture. Is, the, is, the, is the title card from the, the, the movie. I mean, even, as you progressed, it got, like... You got things like the... Hulk game um, and the Marvel games uh, now as well. There's, there's a couple coming out or are out. Yeah. I think it showed up E3. Um, but yeah, I just remember like everything movie tie-in has always been garbage. <laughs> 100% garbage. I can, there, there is... Street Fighter, the movie, the game. Garbage. I, Mo-capped I had... G-Cord Band. I had... Purge that from my memory. <laughs> and You're welcome. You, how dare you, sir? How dare you? Mocap to G Claude Van Damme. Listen, Raoul, Julia, and all the cast. It's, it's like they got the Mortal Combat engine <laughs> and put the Street Fighter characters into it. It, it? it looks like it's like Pit Fighter. Oh, Pit Fighter. <laughs> Pit Fighter. On the arcade, it was fine because it was four-player arcade, so yeah, it made you could sense. fight your friends. Yeah, but it was a terrible game. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, no, that's. You should. Oh my god! No! The movie, the game. No! That's just. No! <laughs> Listen, that should have been left in an alternate timeline as well, man. That was. Oh, oh. That should have been terminated. Yeah. Um, I'm now going to try and think if there was any kind of decent game tie in. Seriously, I'll, I'll give you a week to think about if there was a movie. No, because that's, I'd, I'd be doing other things in that week instead of <laughs> thinking of something like that. Um, Go on, name one. I'm trying to think of a, a movie that... Uh, it just doesn't exist. I'm sure there... I'll, well, I'll reach out to the viewers. Viewers, uh, let us know. Write in the comments a, a below. A single movie tie-in that was a competent, fun game to play. And actually had anything. To wait, do wait, wait! Fun? No, now you're, you're you're making it very difficult now. No, well, good and fun are the same thing to me. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm. We will we'll revisit this on a, a future podcast. Way. Yeah. I'll wait till they make the movie and then I'll say this one. This is the one I was right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh dear. Uh, I am looking forward towards uh, to the new Terminator movie. Uh, hopefully Cameron won't screw things up. Well, <laughs> there's, there's, I, he made Terminator 2. He can't let me down. No, no, no. I hate the fact that so much onus is put on like movie posters and in trailers from the producer of... I'm sorry. The, the producer and the director are worlds apart in their duties. Yes, if you're a producer, in some cases, the actual producer, not executive producer or anything like that, then you're... You bring it all together. Yeah. You're the guy who brings the components together and sorts out the problems. Yeah. As I understand it. The director has to take that shit and, and, make, a movie and make a film. A coherent, entertaining... It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and this it's guy, I know I've looked at his CV of movies. Do you, who's the director? Um, something Miller. Mm-hmm. Um... And I looked at his CV of movies, and I'm gone. Ah, okay. And uh, he erased exists. it from my mind, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, but you do, you don't have confidence that he might be. I don't. No, I don't have confidence in anyone unless it's a director. Unless it was established. Yeah, I mean, if if you said to me, "Oh, there's an Akira Kurosawa film you haven't watched," I'd go, "Okay, I'll give that a go." Because you know, it's because an established. I know Akira Kurosawa. Director is Tim Miller. I'm not familiar with that name. He's made some films that you've probably watched. I just can't bring them to memory. Let's find out what Um, he has done. And apparently, you know, when he got on board with Cameron, uh, everyone was like beside them. He directed Deadpool. I've heard of Deadpool. I watched Deadpool. It's called Pilgrim vs. the World. 
I like, I like that. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, visual, wait, visual effects on... on uh, to, let's see, director only. Uh, direct, so he definitely directed Deadpool. And, uh, ooh, five credits for direction. Love, Death and Robots, which is a TV. Okay, so, yeah, Deadpool's this big, big thing. But, you know, it didn't screw up Deadpool. No, Deadpool was good. It has certain flaws. I really like the film, but it yeah. has certain flaws in it. But, yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, it's the director, and I, it's, he's still uh, uh, a commodity that's in flux because Deadpool was a very budgeted movie. Mm. So he made the best of what he could do with that. And now they're going to throw now they're going to throw truckloads of money. Yeah, exactly. So is he going to make an awesome movie, or is he going to make a movie akin to uh, or is Tomb he gonna Raider, waste, waste the or money. you know something that's so oozing with crud? That you walk away from the cinema feeling unfulfilled and the story was garbage and so on and yeah. so on. Well, fingers crossed. We are, I mean, and the trailer we've seen has, looks entertaining. They've, you know... They've got the, the band back together. They've Well, they have, and then they've switched it up a bit. The the It's more of a female-orientated cast, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. Um, Final Girls. The Terminator's a dude. So, instead of in, like, Terminator 3, where it was a woman, yeah. they kind of switched up there as well. Yeah. But, yeah, there's it's, like, what, three female leads, effectively? Oh, yes, yes, right, yes. Yeah, three female leads. In, so, yeah. and then you've got Arnie, whatever he is. As, as sidelined, almost. Yes, and then the new Terminator, which I forget the actor's name, but he was... Probably seen him in uh, Marvel Agents of Shield as Ghost Rider, so oh, okay. he he has stepped up from the TV game to the movie game. Mm. Actually, I heard on that note, I heard that the Ghost Rider um, series that was going to happen off the back of Marvel Agents of Shield with that dude got cancelled. Uh, got cancelled. Gabriel Luna or shelved. Permanently <laughs> <laughs> shelved in the bin. No, I don't know. <coughs> shelved in the circular shelf. But but that's I, I suppose Marvel are kind of in a in a state of reeling and uh, bouncing back because they're putting all their new content on Disney Plus with uh, like Goddamn the Disney new. Plus. There's like at least two two or three new series coming out and all the Netflix stuff was cancelled like a year ago. Yeah. So it was kind of like they're reeling from that but then they've sort of bounced back saying here's all this new stuff that's coming. Disney do like money. Yeah. Well, they spent like four billion dollars or seven billion dollars buying Marvel. I think it was four. And now they're going to milk it for every penny. Anyway. Moving on. So. Uh, the next one up is Hardland. This is a, uh, a surreal adventure. A surreal a- adventure game with actiony bits to it. Um, someone didn't mute their, their phone. <laughs> um, it's it's got a very unusual aesthetic. The especially to do with the the NPCs you encounter. Uh, the, um, a lot of them they're very sort of stylized. Um, as I commented in in the pre-show. Um, they remind me of the Toby Jugs, if you've ever seen what they look like. They're sort of like big mugs uh, with, you know, that look like people or, or their faces. And these characters have very large, exaggerated heads for the most part. Very expressive, but they almost look like they are made of the, the, the porcelain. You've got to expect them to be like hollowed out and you can drink out of them or something. <laughs> um, almost claymation-like. Yeah, yeah, claymation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a very, very cute animation style, um, and as mentioned, it, it is very surrealistic. Uh, I, I mentioned that it was. It reminded me of uh, looking as, as you watch the, the the dialogue and the events that unfold. It, it's what would be if Discworld uh, met some game that I can't remember. Yeah, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So if Terry Pratchett, actually, the graphical style is very reminiscent of the new. Uh, Oh yes, that's right. Yes, the Link's Awakening. Yeah, very yeah, the the, the, the toy like style. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's got very weird uh, things in in a clip that we watched. Uh, you actually start off uh, as a fox, 
and you sort of navigate this, the countryside talking to uh, NPCs and stuff. And eventually you get directed to a ship and then you board the ship and you, you find a character sleeping on the deck and you wake them up. And when the character wakes up, the camera sort of pans round and it turns out that you were actually dreaming that the fox parts and you're now on a ship and the ship is slowly sinking and you better get off the ship because otherwise you're going to become very familiar with the ocean. Um, so it's, it's very, these these nice touches that are uh, just like, it, it's, it's something that, you know, perhaps other games wouldn't think of doing. Whereas this has, it's kind of freed from the constraints of reality. Yeah. Um, in another, was called. I watched another clip. Was called to, of gameplay, whereby um, there was there was this one section where you're in town, and there was this guy. He had started fire because he was protesting something, and the town guard were trying to talk him out. And so they they said, "Well, you know, he's not going to trust the guard. So you 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 have to go and talk him out, and you you have the conversation with him." And say, you know, you, you've got to come out of this building. And he goes, no, no, I don't believe you. And he goes, look, trust me, I'm not guard. And he says, that's exactly what the guard would say. <laughs> and you have this, like, this conversation where you're trying to convince him that you're not a guard. And obviously, it doesn't matter what you say. He's just not going to believe you. Uh, until somehow you, like, trick him. And then he, he comes out and then the, the guard, like, you know, police brutality him up a bit. And then you get, like, a reward for, for e- extracting him and stuff. Um, there's other weird bits as well. There's there's one bit um, later on. This like I don't know if he's the mayor of the town, but he's like a very important person. He's like a, a butcher or something as well. And when you talk to him, he makes very threatening. Uh, he's very very threatening lines about feeding people to pigs. And so the the person playing then sort of wandered off down, went down to the docks to where uh, a merchant had, had come off a boat. And merchants seem to be... the People hate merchants for some reason in, the, in this game. Yes. Um, it, it's, merchant, merchants are bad. Anyway, you, you talk to this merchant and some kind of conversation and then you pick him up, sort of like Link style, and then you're carting, you're like, you just wander around the town carrying this like big-headed merchant above your head and then you, you climb up the hill and then you give the merchant to the... the the, the butcher's guards and they take him away and then you go, you go back to the, the butcher and he, he it takes you to you know beneath the house and he says oh come and watch the pigs feeding and you see the guy like behind in, in a cage thing in the pen with the pigs and he's saying oh no no don't don't you know let me out whatever and you're like holy crap this is dark as dark as all you know it just yeah. it was just like wow um, so you know it, the, the the cartoony well cartoony stuff, but the very stylized thing it it, it belies this that this is definitely uh, a game for adults. Um, there's a lot of lot of dialogue in this, and I, I would definitely my my playtime through this would probably be so long because I'd just be talking to every single NPC just to see what they're saying. Yeah, there's there's a very sort of there's a sense of humour running through the whole game, and everyone has their little quirks. Yeah. Uh, another uh, scene I watched was it called? Um, it was called a part, part, big part of the the game. Obviously, you, you get collectibles and wearables and stuff. Um, you can find like masks and hats, and these seem to you know like in Majora's Mask, they sort of uh, influence how people interact with you. So you can get like a the, the guards one one of the guard in the one of the guards they have like sort of weird pig like masks. And there's also a cult that has a, a type of pig mask, and you can infiltrate the, the cult's headquarters if you wear their mask. But anyway, um, they also was called the character. The player had uh, a, a, obtained like a, a goblin head, sort of like a paper mache sort of mask head thing. So he put it on, and then he walked over to like a boar, climbed on the boar, and sort of rode the boar around the town. And then he came around to this bit where there were some goblins. And the, the Goblin King, well, this guy who proclaimed he was the Goblin King, seemed to be very intimidated uh, by talking to you because you appeared to be very important to him. And he was like, you know, like, <laughs> no, no, I'm the king sort of thing, um, just because you were riding a boar. And I, it, it struck me as being, like, very amusing that you could, like, intimidate people just by doing this. Uh, so there, there seems to be a lot of options Um in order to, to play styles. I'm not sure what the, the end game is beyond you, you get off your sinking ship and 
you have to get rid of merchants, perhaps. <laughs> Death to the merchants. Well, there's definitely an underlying story going on in the town. I wonder if you move beyond that town. Well, it seems to perhaps a series of islands at the very least. Um, I don't know. Or maybe it's not. We... There was... Com- the combat we saw, um, there's a weird leveling system as well, whereby you consume hearts by what we've seen. Um, and then there's a sort of value placed on them where there was a, a, a series of signposts saying to bring your, to not eat hearts, but bring them to the town hall. Or... Ah, yes, yes, yes. It's, yeah, the, the, the hearts are a, a sort of a commodity. A commodity for leveling up. Uh, you, your first introduction to this mechanic is when you. Uh, have a dream and you, you come across a, a dining table with a, a giant beating heart on it and the heart uh, tells you to eat it to get stronger yeah. and that you should eat hearts that you find and then as you're playing you find hearts just like not like Zelda hearts uh, like a, you know just a symbolic heart it is uh, a heart is in one that you find inside your chest, sort of thing. Yeah, ventricles and all. Yeah, so it's 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 got that definite definite adult tinge to the whole thing. And yes, uh, what's good as you play, what's good you do encounter signs saying, uh, encouraging people not to uh, eat the hearts that they find, but to bring them to uh, a certain location, which has the implication that uh, some entity organization is also collecting these for a nefarious purpose. Um, and I assume that you will uh, be tangling with them in, in short order. The combat seems basic. Well, it, it, it's very Zelda-like. You know, it's mm. the the simple, you know, sort of hack, hack and slash yeah. sort of thing. With, uh, you know, your, your average dodge mechanics. Um, which, I mean, considering that it's it does seem to be, from what we've seen, more adventure game than anything. Mm. The combat is just merely... Uh, to liven it, 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 it's got you get the feeling it's just there to sort of liven things up and to give you, you know, a sense, you know, sort of action sequences, but that the the puzzling uh, and adventure elements are, are the big draw here. And definitely, what I've seen, they they you know, interacting with NPCs and working things out is definitely the um, the majority of the the gameplay. Yeah, I mean, it looks very interesting. Yeah, no, I I. I, I I definitely like the look of it, um, and I mean it's it's like what like fifteen quid or something. So it's bargain price. Um, yeah, it just came out uh, on the seventeenth, I think. Yeah. Of September. Yeah. So um, fresh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm very tempted. I might have to free some time up. But oh, this, but then again, this looks like it's going to be a long time. <laughs> there's, there's a lot to do in this game. Yeah, but it looks fun. Yeah. At least. No, it's it definitely definitely fun and uh, in a sort of dark humour style. Yeah. Anything to add? No, I'm just watching the video and uh, it's lush, but it's not overdone. Mm. There's a few little graphical touches, like the dirt beneath his feet as he runs along. Yeah, yeah, they kick some little clouds. Uh, the water looked really good. Yeah. Um, reminded me, in a very different way, but reminded me of um, Sea of Thieves. And the water, oh, okay. the water yeah. in Sea of Thieves is some of the best water in... Really? Well, in... it's, it's, it's a pirate game, isn't it? So mm. getting the water right... Oh yeah, would be it's probably what you're staring at for ninety percent of the game. It's probably like priority number one. If they made like flat terrain or something, that's it. That that would kill it. Like the water in Sea of Thieves is something else. Like if you want to look at like graphical water, then I mean you could go to into Anthem and look at water that looks genuinely beautiful, mm. and then you look at um, Sea of Thieves and see how technically awesome it does it is. does it react to the ships and stuff as you sail through it yes there are storms so it's yeah but it, it ripples and you, yeah, you get yeah, wake there, and stuff there are storms dude wow like tidal wave type things that literally alter everything wow and the rain it's it is it's on another level technically for water yeah yeah what i say i mean many games how many games there are that where they, they sort of say, right, we're going to dedicate time to water physics and stuff. It's 
maybe that's that's it. You know, some of the games that. Although we said that the there was an event Assassin's Creed where you could black tie or black sails, black sails maybe. Um, I because I know there was. I think black tides. I I know there there was ship uh, combat in there, but I don't know to the extent. Apparently, it wasn't that big. It wasn't. It was. It was a feature in it, but I don't know. Yeah, it it was very large and. I think I got that game. <laughs> I think it was like free to download on Xbox Live. Yeah, so you just added it to your collection. On the 360, and I was like, eh. <laughs> Am I ever going to play this? Answer, no. <laughs> Maybe just reason to go back and, and play it, perhaps. Or not. No, I, I detest <laughs> no. the whole franchise, though. The way... This is, do you download it before you've detested it, or was it during your no, detest period? No, my detest... Testing was uh, active at time. <laughs> the test on. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. Yeah. Hardlands, definitely. Uh, Give it a punt. If, if you like games that are uh, well humor, well written, well humoured, and got that dark sense of humour, this might be your bag. Yeah. Also, you know, not a time sink, but it's definitely. You can definitely see hours of content. Now. Yeah, yeah, just just running around kicking things just to find all the secrets would probably uh, occupy a lot of your time. Yeah. <laughs> and what other games you get to carry a cabbage around? Not enough, <laughs> I think, is the answer to that. That's going to be the secret item in your in your game, right? Uh, random cabbage. <laughs> it's like the important clue. You like up against the final boss. And he goes, you'll never discover my weakness. And you reach into your inventory, and you're like checking on things. And you throw a cabbage. And he goes, no, cabbage! And then he <laughs> dies. And you're like, I carried this around for the entire game. <laughs> yeah. And what a relief, because I was planning on dropping it. Like, really, really early. <laughs> Can you imagine or that? Eating it. Like in Dark Souls, you get like a starting gift, and you chose a cabbage. <laughs> and that was its use. Yeah, you've, I, I think you'd struggle to like design a boss in Dark Souls where a cabbage would be the you know the maybe like you shove it down, you shove it down his and he would choke on and, it. Yeah, and he chokes and he's like, ah, my weakness, cabbage. Anyway, anyway, let's on to the next. Let's move on to the next one. So the next thing is uh, it's is uh, Mario Kart Tour. This uh, came out. Uh, about a, about a week ago, uh, as of time of recording, uh, now this game uh, it's like a greatest hits of Mario Kart series. I assume they're going to eventually bung all the tracks in there just as content um, on mobile. Now Nintendo, 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 Nintendo. Uh, they've designed this game to be played single handed because obviously they think that people. Who play mobile games are morons who can't operate more than one digit at any one time. Perhaps I, I don't know. Um, I think there's a study worth uh, finding out. It's it's like okay. So control scheme wise, uh, your cart auto accelerates. You're not able to brake, <laughs> which is really annoying because some tracks you got your zigzags and you just you're going too fast, and just yeah, that's what uh, for. swiping left and right, the drifting. You literally cannot turn, you know. It's called, you know, to, to turn left, right. You can't, you can't, you know. Do um, s what is it? What's called the s? Not s bends. What are they called? Uh, yeah, chicanes. You, you can't do chicane style uh, sections fast enough, um, unless you like really like position yourself, and then you it requires that the, your the enemy isn't jostling you, you know, off, off the track. Can you do the the uh, obligatory jump skid? Uh, you can jump. Yeah, you, yeah, you can technically jump and then it's kind of skid when you land. But uh, the, the control scheme, um, there, there's two control schemes. You've got the, the simple one, which is what you do is when you swipe left or right, your cart turns and then after a while starts uh, drifting. And then there's the the manual one, yep. which is you you t- you start t- if you swipe even a little bit left or right, your cart drifts automatically. It's like you're drifting like constantly, and it's possible to drift like vast sections of the track by just sliding left and right slightly to adjust the angle of drift. When you get it right, you're like, oh yeah, you're God style. But most of the time, you're drifting and you're like slowly moving towards the edge of the track, and you're like, uh, I, I can't move my thumb towards the edge any further, otherwise I'll fall off the you know the phone screen. Um, and you're like, 
and you, you find yourself once you once you screw up one bend and then you're like overcompensating then you're overcompensating and you just ping back and forth um it makes the when you get it right it's great when you get it wrong it is frustrating as heck and it's very hard um to get it right um it's it's really annoying but you know you, you put f into it and I've, I've gotten much better most of the time i can win win a lot of the a lot of the games come in first and stuff so it's it's not you know the, the, if you've ever played america you played america right uh, several. Yeah, yeah. So you understand how chaotic it is, and items. I, I saw my first blue shell this morning, and I was like, "Oh crap, uh, blue shells!" And it's fortunate I was not in first. I saw it whiz past me, what, flying what, off. What was? What's the blue shell? The blue shell homes in on first place. Hold on. Well, oh, right. As opposed to a red shell that homes in on the nearest. Yeah, place. and green shell which goes in straight line. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was like I just saw it whiz past, heading off into distance, and I was like. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm glad that's not me. Um, so it, it, the, the, the thing is, the races are very chaotic. So it's the, the when it's you add the chaos in and a difficult control scheme, it makes the game very frustrating because you know just to lose because you got hit by a random item, you know, at the last moment, mm. and then five people go past you is one thing. But to like not be able to get around the corners properly because this, this control scheme is fighting against you you know is another oh yes another thing right so mario karts when you play mario karts what's the biggest draw about mario karts characters and the characters okay i don't know the, okay the second biggest draw it's playing against other people isn't it the yeah sure sure it is yeah multiplayer yeah um now I think the last Mario Kart I played was on the Wii, and it, we did it like four player. Yeah, this has no multiplayer at launch. All the people I'm playing against, they are they are AI controlled players. So they have the names, they have the thing. So but they're it, not fake names, but just no, no, no. The names are real. The, the play essentially what it does it takes player data, and you know has an AI control them. That's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it? but essentially you, you see the thing. So you're playing against, but it's not. It's not how the player would play. It's just an AI assigned to That's the players. Hideous. It's a robot wearing. It's yeah. like a Terminator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like saying this is Barry two four seven, and all they've done is put a name on a. Yeah, CPU they, they, they might they might as well be bots with random generated names. Almost. Exactly. But what's it called? When you go into the menu and you go to the multiplayer section, it says it's not available yet. It's going to be launched in future. So they launched Mario Kart, possibly one of the. Most multiplayer games out there. That'd be like releasing Smash without multiplayer. Yes, it's like releasing Smash and saying multiplayer <laughs> coming soon. But people don't people don't play the game to play against the AI. Not they don't really they have, have to unlock a character. Yeah, unless, yeah, unless you have to unlock for unlocks. Yeah, but for the main part, the the absolute draw is that you're playing against other humans and showing them how good you are. The fact that the game is chaotic. But the chaos is happening to other humans and they suffer as much as you do because you throw a blue shell, ha, you've just knocked someone else and someone now, like, you, you go past them and going, ah, yeah, so how do you like that? It, it, it's that. Whereas if it's an AI, it doesn't matter. It, it has almost no meaning. Now, fortunately, the game is fun. It's the it, it's like the, fun, the chaos is part of the fun. And I mean, um, so... Yeah, I am playing it, uh, you know, because I've got to unlock the tracks and stuff anyway. Mm. Um, but oh, I thought that would be with money. I assumed no, no, <laughs> everything the, would be money based. No, 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 no. no. We, we, we will get to the money <laughs> in a sec, in a moment. The tracks now. The tracks. Yeah. Uh, you complete the tracks. You get given grand stars. Uh, you do real well. You get first place. You get you know bonus jumps. You know things. You get enough points. You get five. You get up to five stars uh, completing the stage. And once you accumulate. 20 stars, 30 stars. Once you get every, you know, um, um, you know, you reach stage, yes, stage, you unlock the next cup with the next yeah, four yeah, tracks. Yeah. Great. Now, all the races, uh, you've got the races, the carts, and the gliders. Those are unlocked with uh, a premium currency uh, called rubies. Now, as you complete stages, uh, they give you rubies. Uh, you know, here's a few rubies here, a few rubies there. Now, to, to unlock, to do a draw on the gacha... Uh, it costs five rubies. Uh, when you draw the, the gacha, you can. Un it, it's all the characters, carts, and, and gliders are all in, in the same pool. Yeah. So you you you're 
you pull, you're going to get random anything. Usually, you're going to get either a cart or a glider, and the characters have very hard to... Anyway, um, so you, you, you think, and uh, you can get a temple for a temple on the gacha for 45 rupees. So, obviously, saving up and doing a temple, you, you, you get... It, it, you, you, you get more for, you, for your currency, essentially. If it's five rubies a uh, thing, you get... It's, it's not ten for the price of nine, essentially. Um, they drip feed you the currency. Um, at the moment, I've only got, like, 30 rubies, and I've been playing you know, on and off, you know, casually for the past three days. Mm. So I don't have enough to do a temple yet. And it's like... Uh, so I've only got uh, two... I've got, essentially, two races unlocked... Uh, which you get from the story. You get first one is Toadette, it seems. Toadette's the guaranteed the first character you get, and then after that it's random. Um, and I got Bowser, uh, who is my who I main on Mario Kart anyway. So I was like, yes, I'm going to absolutely use him on every track, regardless. Um, and it's like okay, but I do want to unlock the other races anyway, and I just don't have enough currency to do so. So I'm going to have to put in more play, but it's fine. Um, you also get as you play. Uh, you, you unlock like leagues against other players so uh, you get points for where you finish in a race and then your total score per week you get right place one gets 20 rubies place two gets 15 etc etc so yeah there, there are rewards for you know grinding out a bit um, each track has bonuses towards character cart and glider so some characters um, if you like say the New York track some characters, when they pick up the, the bonus box, when you smash through a you know a mm. question mark block, uh, will get three items. Some characters will get two, and some characters will get one. And this varies from track to track. So some characters are strong on some tracks, and some characters are strong on others. Oh, so fun. so the the idea to min max we do is if you have a full roster unlocked, you would pick a character cart and track that gives you bonus items, bonus boosts, bonus gliding, etc., etc., mm. for that track. Which is a way of encouraging people to just not play your favourite character is to play, you know, multitude, which is fine. But I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to screw that. I'm going to play just Bowser and whatever car, you know, the, the cart glider. I'm going to mix and match for for bonuses. But I'm going to play just just Bowser. By the way, it was called in in Mario Kart, the char- each character has different weights. So like characters like Toad are very light. Yeah. Um, Bowser can knock. Bowser is very heavy, yeah. and they can knock. I found in this thing. It seems that the weight system is like not very good because I've I've gotten as Bowser I've gotten smacked over by some of the Toad characters and like I'm like hang on that is not how that's supposed to work um, I don't know I, I I've got to play it some more to, to, to confirm but it it seems that playing the heavy characters you don't seem to get the the bonus weight um, that you normally that you would expect. Um, also, you don't seem to, you know, the acceleration stuff doesn't seem it doesn't it doesn't seem like the characters are new, that nuanced in terms of weight acceleration. You know, the the how the balances are in normal American, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like I don't know. Um, maybe I, I don't know how it, how it is, but that's that's what you get the feel. And if you just get that feel from playing it casually, it, it's it's a bit of a worry. Anyway, um, yeah. So. Um, Right, uh, you've got premium currency rubies, and obviously you can throw money at Nintendo to get additional rubies so you can do more pulls. And so instead of getting characters, like just grinding, grinding, grinding to get the characters, you can get the characters faster, etc. There is also, now here's a go, uh, they offer a season pass. For four ninety nine per month. Whoa! Four ninety nine. Per month. Hold on, hold on. If I pay the four ninety nine and then stop paying it the second month, do all my characters disappear? No, no, no. Anything you'd have locked the stuff, but you you get bon- you get certain bonuses and stuff. But anyway, four ninety nine. Now this is something that they just it's just come out, and it exists in the same universe that Apple Arcade exists. For four ninety nine in Apple Arcade, you get. It's like Netflix for games. So you get 50 games. 50 games. A monthly subscription, and they're going to add more games. For fi- for the same price. Nintendo wants 4 a month for one game. I, I would Just like... for unlocking little bits extra 
in Mario Kart. I would like to be shocked by this, um, but being who I am, yeah, this is, and knowing that not all games are created equal, what? and not all publishers slash developers are sane. Well, no, I think it's, I know Nintendo. They love money and stuff. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've I played Nintendo, you know, Nintendo mobile games. I've I've seen it firsthand. But even then, it was like I looked at the four nine nine, and I was just flabbergasted, flabbergasted, flabbergasted. <laughs> it was just flabber was gasted. It was just like really. In fact, what's called all the reviews. People said, you know, this called, I've read a couple of game reviews stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, the game's great, but well, the, the game's great. The, the the steering is mechanic is awful, and the monetization is unreal, it's completely unreal, and it, it's just that four ninety nine. It cannot. It, it just exists in a separate timeline to our reality. It really does. Yeah, I mean that's that's not that shocking to me. Well, it, well, you should be well. You should be no, shocked. like no. <laughs> I should... refuse to be shocked because we've talked about mobile games and what an utter rip off they are. Well, I'll be shocked on your behalf. How about that? I'll, okay, I'll I'll segue this into something that I saw. Yeah. Um. What is it? A link to the past. A link to the past. Right. So that just came out like a week ago or yeah, so. Yeah. Um. I watched somebody play. I didn't watch the whole thing. But yeah, yeah. I kind of dipped in and out over a period of about eight hours. Where somebody completed the entire game in one hit. Okay. Well, if you, you can speed run it in an hour, if you. Yeah. No, he was doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and obviously, he was enjoying his experience. Yeah. He had played the original many years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and noticed all the differences and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's nuances there that yeah, they, they added the extra touches, which is very nice. Yeah. The game is a full price game. Oh, yeah. And there was not... Full price content. Yes. It, by comparison... It, well, it's, it's a Game he, Boy he, game. He likened it to... Yes, exactly. He likened it to a mobile... Uh, you know, like a DS or a yeah, yeah. Game Boy or whatever game. And it should be structured price-wise as such. Were they charging full price, full price? Yes. Well, like 60 quid full price? Yeah, well, $60. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. about £50. Pounds. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. When it came with... No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Well, no, you wouldn't buy it for that. <laughs> Hell I, no. I wouldn't buy it. I mean, I played the original. I wouldn't buy it either. I yeah. mean, as charming as it looks. Half the price? Nah. That's fine. Because the graphical... for the, Why would I wait? Like, but Breath of the Wild exists. Yeah. I wouldn't waste any time on Link to the Past. No, no, I think... Regardless of... But... I know half the price wrong. maximum... Yeah, yeah. It, it should be like a £25 game at the very most. Yes, yeah, that's just... Oh, my goodness me. Um, <sighs> Nintendo, man. That's just... Like, and Send he, us a review copy. This guy, <laughs> this, guy, this guy lives in Japan. Yeah. So he was buying it full price. Yeah. And then it obviously equated it back to USD. Yeah. But, yeah, like... Insanity. <sighs> No. Insanity. No, that's just... <sighs> so, yeah, that's it. I mean, nothing surprises me with Nintendo. Nothing. The fact that they've had umpteen DS consoles come out that are virtually the same and never have they improved the hardware, which boggles my mind that my phone has a screen resolution that's three to Four times more resolution than the oh wait a DS is insanity. Link's making forty dollars, so it's not it's oh, 50, 47. It's not that egregious, but forty is still too much. All right, what's it in pounds? No, this is just pounds. This is pounds and forty pounds for that game. Not ever going to happen. Thirty nine eighty five from ten plus shops. No. So yeah, but that's that's like this is not the discounted price. This is just shops like you know. Trying to hedge. Yeah. 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 Um, that's too much. Yeah. If you were to buy it full retail on their store, on their online store, it would cost you £50. <laughs> it's not a £50 game. Sorry. Yeah. £49.99 from Nintendo. Yeah. It's not. It's just not. 
Oh, you get a keychain for that much. Do you know what bothers me? And this was something, uh, a gripe that I brought up with a friend of mine who bought um, Borderlands a couple of days before it was released. So he got something special, I think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. The first Borderlands. No, Borderlands 3. Oh, yeah. So like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And something I said to him, like, been waiting for the game for a while. Uh, I love the Borderlands series. Probably one more than two. Ironically, because two is just too long-winded yeah. for work. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, but I said, because this exclusivity, I saw an article. I didn't read it because it looked like garbage, and I don't want to believe that this is true. But there was an article saying that Epic paid for the exclusive of Borderlands 3. And it had a figure there. Well, that's how you get exclusives. Yeah, you yeah. Give the, it you was give... like $10 million or something. Okay. Right? And I, I said, I hope this exclusive, this is what I was saying to a friend of mine who bought the game, I said, I hope this exclusive ends at a certain point, you know, after six months or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm not interested in a, mon- a company who has a monopoly over something I want. They can charge whatever they want for it. Yeah. And that doesn't interest me. I don't live in a monopolized world. I live in a world where it's yeah. a capitalist approach. And, you know, if somebody's selling it cheaper than us, we're yeah. going to sell it cheaper than them. Market forces. Yeah. I want to be the buyer has the power, not the person who has the item. Yes. Because F that. So it's still 50 quid on the Epic Store as far as I'm aware. Okay. And it's going to stay 50 quid as long as everyone keeps buying it. Which they're going to keep buying because the moment some people buy it, say, oh, this game's great. People are going to say, oh, yeah, I want to play that. Exactly. The thing I mean, is, technically, that price is was that price in line with what you'd expect them to charge if it was not an exclusive? Uh, as a pre-order, yes. Okay. If it had some connotation to it where you got a skin or a yeah. XP bonus thing, which they did with Borderlands 2 and I think with 1 as well, yeah. um, where you'd get like a relic that had a XP bonus attached to it. Mm. Um, but bearing in mind this is a PC version I'm talking about. I don't, uh, I don't care yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 right, yeah. for the console pricing, but PC is £50. PC games should not be £50. They never are. Beyond release... They're like £40 and that's... Can you buy a box version? Or is it online only? As far as I know, you have... Uh, I don't think there is. I think it's online Epic Store only. Wow. I haven't... Uh, yeah, for the PC, I haven't seen. But nowhere sells PC games. Well, <laughs> well, the ones I used to buy games from, they all closed down. Yeah, but no one, sells, no one sells PC games. Like Amazon's just going to be a link back to... Borderlands. Um, if they've even if, if they've even got it, it's just going to be a link back to the Epic Store. Uh, Borderlands Tres PC. Let's see so if this thing exists. Bearing in mind that, I mean, I'm going to wait for the game a year. Thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, for a key. That's key, but it's cheaper. Thirty nine ninety nine. So you you can buy a key. Uh, Sixty seven ninety nine instant download. Oh, that's a deluxe version. Okay. Okay, so thirty nine ninety nine. Where are you getting that from? G two A, some of <laughs> some other hack job site. It's funny that you mentioned G two A because they're suing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, CDKeys.com. Yeah, no, I would not buy that. I would not buy that because chances are it would not work. Instant gaming. No. CD. You see? I'm trying. I'm trying to find a game. Four nine nine. Okay, this is first full price. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Anything from a third-party key-generated website wait, 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 wait. not by Borderlands. Twenty-eight pounds thirty-four pence. Borderlands Three RU. It's the Russian version, but it's a discounted. <laughs> Can you even redeem it in the UK? I. You come burned on on a set of DVDs, probably. <laughs> what? Blank DVDs. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> same maxim on yeah, yeah, yeah. emotion or something like that. Yeah. Brands you can trust. Verbatim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some verbatim blank scenes. Um, yeah, that's Monopoly. Monopoly's bad. Okay? Yeah, right. So I said, like, I know some games have got exclusivity on the Epic Store and eventually will come out on things like Steam. Yeah, um, I, I don't think 
I, I, I think it's, it'd be very rare that anything would be, you know, forever exclusive. No, but that's that's where I'm at at the moment. I don't. This is a problem because. So you, but once once it's available in wide release, you'd go for it. You you you, you want to get Borderlands Three? I take it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've you know I've been looking at skill trees on the characters. You you have like I'm, I'm in your room pinned up maps. <laughs> and so I, right, if I go here and here and here, I'm already and then I get perked to that. I'm already uh, fully embroiled in what's going on. I've watched a ton of it. Which sure, sure, probably sure. shouldn't have, but anyway, don't do that. It's, um, it's who cares about spoilers? Um, it's that's one thing, but. Knowing that the game is being held down by the people who are uh, putting it out there, and they can charge whatever they want for it, that's, yeah, 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 that's bad news for everybody. Yeah, it's it's like really weird that it's just not available boxed at all. Yeah, I mean, essentially with Borderlands, I always wait for Game of the Year edition anyway. Yeah, because it's got the patches and stuff. It's got well, it's got all the expansion packs, uh-huh. and you're effectively paying. Uh, same price the retail price for the final product yeah. product with all expansions okay. included I mean it, like with Borderlands 2 I got the game of the year edition and then they continued to release a little increments of content on Steam which was great you know the, the content you could pick up on sale for like 99p yeah so you know you'd get a whole other zone with a like, yeah it's not boss. it's not egregious pricing no it's not crazy and then there was one for the level cap which raised it which again i think i got for like 99p 79p yeah and um, it's stuff like that which that's fine i don't have a problem with a bit of after value yeah because you're getting extra yeah. in addition to what you've already got yeah but i always aim for that um game of the year edition okay um because it just makes more sense. Yeah, why not? Because if I buy every expansion for £20, and let's say in this case I paid £50 for the original game, I'm and there's three expansions... Yes, like that yeah, has 110 been, quid down the hall. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I could buy it for £40, get all of the expansions, yeah. and the main game. So, yeah. hmm. And it sounds like uh, there's going to be a lot of content, because there's uh, on the 20... I want to say 22nd... Um, Around the 22nd of October, they're releasing Bloody Harvest, which is yeah. uh, a timed event thing for Halloween, which was already on uh, Borderlands 2. Uh, I guess it's just going to be a redone version of that. Yeah. Uh, and then there's going to be, I think, late in the year or maybe early next year, there's another free... This is free, by the way. Yeah. Right? Um, timed ex- uh, content dump. And then they're going to go for the first DLC early next year. Okay. So, I mean, this stuff isn't like million miles away. Yeah. And I think by the end of probably 2020, you're going to have all all the expansions out. And then you'll just sweep it and pick it up. Game of the Year edition. Thank you very much. Not from the Epic Store. (laughs) Unless they say, okay, normal version is out. Game of the Year edition is exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, from G2A. You're like, ah. Pay money, don't get product. Yeah, so yeah, the idea of Monopoly for any game under any regime is bad news for the consumer, as far as I like. No, absolutely. I mean, yes, okay, in theory, the company who made it get more money out of it, but ultimately, if that puts people off buying it who Mm. don't have £50 to burn, do you know any? Kids of 10 years old, they've got £50 to burn. Kids have like iPhones and iPads. These are like 600 Yeah, but they're on contracts that their parents are paying for. Uh, irrespective of that, um, what people put on their credit cards is not what I'm talking Epic about. Epic Store should do games on contracts. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Four ninety nine a month. I think, uh, <laughs> I think EA already does that, don't they? Yeah, that's right. they got that, the, the origin thing. They took... Anthem off was it Anthem? No, no, they put Anthem on it. They took, didn't they take it off again? No, I, well, I don't know about that. I just heard they were putting it on it. Okay, so it was part of the origin lineup. I thought I thought it was it was on there originally, and then they took it off because things. I don't know. Um, oh, I don't know about taking it off. I, I heard. I, I could. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But neither of us care about origin. <laughs> origin can suck my. Yeah. Anyway, launcher. 
Okay, uh, I think that wraps it up. Uh, another great show. Uh, thank you much for listening, and uh, we will catch you next time. Goodbye. That was the Digital Suffering Podcast. If you'd like to suffer some more, you can find other episodes on Red Circle, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Radio Public, and SoundCloud. Please like and subscribe everywhere.